Advertising is the most ethical thing in the world from the humane chiropractic standpoint. If a man is dying of thirst, we must turn heaven and earth if necessary to bring him water. But if a man is dying for need of chiropractic adjustments, as thousands are doing every week, and these dying are thirsting for the connection that only correction that only chiropractic can bring, they may refuse the drink because they do not recognize that to them it is the water of life. In other words, people may be dying for the need of chiropractic, yet they will refuse it unless they have been educated to its character and the need of it. Advertising is simply the education of the public. Advertising chiropractic, then, is bringing life to the dying. Chiropractors advertise because they believe that to sell chiropractic is not a privilege but a duty. Spinal health statistics verified by chiropractors everywhere show that 80% of the population suffers from weakness and dis-ease due to some easily corrected form of pressure on spinal nerves. Chiropractors advertise because spinal nerve health cannot look up unless they talk it up. Chiropractors advertise because it is the best way to bring the greatest boon of life, which is health, to the greatest possible number in the shortest possible time. Chiropractors advertise because it is the best way to serve society to bring the chiropractor's peculiar ability and his particular science to the folks who need it. The chiropractor advertises because he wants to stand as a buffer between pain and the 80% who suffer. Chiropractors advertise because <clears throat> subluxated spines are a public menace, subluxated spines being the cause of chronic bad health, crippled mentalities, and warped morals. The chiropractor advertises because he recognizes the professional duty as a big personal duty demanding extraordinary energy, investment, and effort, not alone from his office, but from every other office. So this is B.J. Palmer's uh, work from 1957. Chiropractors advertise because they need to advertise, right? Is the, you know, the, the, way, the way I look at it is, is advertising is not what it used to be, right? It's not about like the printed word and you know, newspaper articles and, and magazine articles and that kind of stuff. Advertising now is just getting the word out. Like, are you getting the word out, right? Is, I, I, here's how you know you're getting the word out, right? And it doesn't, I don't care what quarter you're in, whether you're in student clinic or outpatient clinic or in your office or whatever it is. If you're not seeing a whole lot of patients, right, then you're not getting the word out, right? You need to get the word out. The, we, the word needs to be out. The, and the word is service, right? I'm going to write that word down for you guys in capital letters, <laughs> right? The word is service, right? And one of my favorite quotes from the Rotary Club, uh, I was in the Rotary Club for a number of years. Um, the, one of my favorite quotes was service above self. Like that's what they taught uh, as their motto, service above self. I'll write that for you guys. Service, oops, that's not service, <laughs> service above self. That is so, so, so important to understand that, that like when, when BJ is saying in that last sentence here, um, you recognize your professional duty as a big personal duty, right? This is bigger than me. This is bigger than you. This is bigger than all of us. Like this service goes higher, right? It goes higher. And we need to recognize that service because we need to, what I'm asking you guys to do this morning and for the rest of the quarter is really change your perspective, Right. Sometimes we see a perspective in a one-sided, one-dimensional perspective where we look at our perspective as this as like one thing. Like, I am in school. I got so much work to do. Right. I am in practice. I got so many other things to do. Right. 
No, your, your number one goal is to serve people. Whether you are a student, a chiropractor, whether in your peak, I don't care what you know, place you're at, you still got to serve, right? So change your perspective. And what I want you to start thinking about is, is my perspective isn't just to get the thing done that like graduating from chiropractic school is certainly a giant job, right? And very admirable that you guys have gotten to this far to, to get there. But that's not the point. Do you understand, right? The point of what you're doing is not just to graduate. That's just the step to get to the next step, which is really to serve the people, right? And now all of you, excuse me, all of you are in either student or outpatient clinic. So all of you are able to serve people in a real capacity, right? And that to me is the most amazing thing because there you're going to learn what it means to serve other people. You know, there it means, right, that's why you started college in the first place. It's not, it's, it's, you're doing it to get your hands on people, to change people's lives, right? Every day I get a chance to change people's lives. Hundreds of times a week I get a chance to change people's lives. The peak students in my office get a chance to change lives, right? So that's like the most amazing thing is to, to see the babies, right? The baby who came in yesterday, who when I first started seeing her a couple of months ago, I was having ear infection, ear infection, ear infection, ear infection. And she was so afraid of me. She would cry and scream and kick and stuff. And now she loves it. Now she loves getting adjusted. She's just almost a year old now. Her just went to the doctor the other day and the doctor said the kid's ears are clear and she's doing great. And and now she loves it. She smiles at me and she, she waves her hand like this instead of waving like this. She, this is how she says hi. It is the cutest thing. She's got this beautiful, and you couldn't see it before. Like you could tell she's a gorgeous little young lady, but she, it was, she was so angry and so sad. And now she's smiling because it, it's not just about her not having ear infections, right? It's about, oh yeah, it's not just about her not having ear infections, Crystal. It's, it, you know what it's about? It's about her brain changing, right? That's the whole point. The whole point is to watch their brains change, to, to see the, the, it is an honor, Natasha, to see the, to see the moms come in when their babies are breached or transverse or whatever. And now my job is, I know Dr. Carey explained to you, my job is not to turn babies, right? We don't turn babies, right? My job is to give the pelvis more room. But when we give the pelvis more room and the baby goes head down, and now we have a mom who wants to have a VBAC. Her first birth was this awful kind of thing. And now she's telling me the other day, she's like, first off, I'm super excited because I know this is going to work out so differently than the last time where I had, you know, a planned C-section, right? And she said, second off, I'm actually feeling like I, I wanted to feel these things last time. I wanted to feel what, you know, Braxton Hicks were. But they took they took the baby out so early. I wanted to feel um, you know, like labor, what, what the begin, the, all this, all these different feelings. I didn't get a chance to feel any of this kind of stuff, right? That is amazing. That is what we want. That's the perspective I want you to have, right? And I'll get to your question in a second, Adrian. Um, but I want you to look at something here. This is uh, one of my favorite artists is Picasso. And I, what I want you to look at when you look at this, you know, painting here of of some beautiful place in the Mediterranean. Um, is I want you to kind of notice something about this. At first of yeah, you could say it's childlike and it looks like a, you know, 18-year-old or 15-year-old could have drawn it. Yeah, and, and this is Picasso. You're like, Picasso, how does he... What this is is about perspective, 
And what Picasso did is he makes you look at things in a different perspective, right? Because what you're looking at, it doesn't, it, it isn't kind of real. So what you're seeing is you're seeing multiple images at the same time. You know, so instead of seeing something straight on like this, you're seeing it from this way and this way and this way. And like, doesn't the boat in the back look a little too close, right? Don't the stairs there and kind of in the middle, doesn't that look a little off? Doesn't the, the house there on the top left look kind of warped, right? But if you that's only if you look at it from the perspective of one dimension, right? What he did is he took all the dimensions and he put it into one. So that this is a very flat perspective. There's not This isn't like when you look at a painting and you see like, oh, that ship is in the horizon and you can see the horizon lines going like this and the house is like this and it looks like that shape and then the stairs look from are coming down in a certain way. This is looking at everything in a flat perspective. And that's what I want you to do is I want you to start thinking in a different perspective. These patients that are coming in, they're not just coming in for the pain or the issue that they right on their form. They're coming in to get their life changed. They just may not know it, right? They just may not understand that, right? <clears throat> I want you to look at this painting also by Picasso. So I want you to look at this and this is called The Weeping Woman. This is called The Weeping Woman and for obvious reasons. But you look at this, you say, what did, why is, did Picasso paint all his paintings with such distortion? And the reason was is because Instead of just painting, let's say like right now, you see me talking, right? And I'm one dimensional because you're seeing me on a, you know, little video screen, if you're looking at all. And it looks like just, I just kind of, there's one, maybe, and maybe a second dimension, you might be able to tell perspective because of the window in the background or something. But you're saying, seeing essentially like one perspective. But maybe you don't know in my head, I'm thinking about what I have to do for the next class and what I have to do tomorrow for patients. And there's a new patient who just texted me, so I have to answer that person. You can't see all these things happening in my head. All you see is what you're seeing right now, right? But imagine if you could. Imagine if, if you could actually see all these things happening at once. So instead of just looking at a person, you're now looking at the person and in the back, you're actually seeing, wow, wow they're, they're coming in. The, the person's saying, I'm, I have back pain. But what they're really saying is I can't pick up my kids. What they're really saying is I really miss playing golf. What they're really saying is it makes me afraid to be in this kind of pain now in my 30s because what's going to happen when I'm in my 50s? You know, there's all these other perspectives that you're seeing that you're not really taking into account. And that's the person that I want you to talk to is the other perspective. Like in this, in this picture, this painting, Weeping Woman, what you're doing is you're seeing multiple facets of her emotions at one time. Right. And that's what Picasso, like the Mona Lisa, if I would put it as a comparison, the Mona Lisa, right, is one perspective. And look at how many people have made so many different like thought processes of what really happening with the Mona Lisa. Like, is she happy? Is she not? Is she smiling? Is she not smiling? Right. But you can't you, you but you only see one image. Right. It's, it's an amazing image and, and it's just a beautiful painting. But this is equally beautiful because it shows multiple things going on at once. Where with the Mona Lisa, you have to look at the Mona Lisa and imagine what she might, is she doing this? Here, you can definitely see this woman is upset and you can tell that she's crying, but you can tell that there's other emotions going on and there's different colors. 
So like you can see that she's got some reds because it's angry and she's got blue. Maybe she's lonely. Um, you know, there's all these other things that are happening that you can kind of infer from this. And that's what I want you to do when you, when you sit down and talk with that patient, when you sit down and talk with that pregnant mama, that kid, um, that grandpa, whatever it is you're doing in, in either student or outpatient clinic or wherever you are, look at them from all the perspectives at once because that's the beauty of what, like being, like really understanding what they're coming for, right? That, that just because they say, get, like the biggest mistake that chiropractors have made in the last 120 something years is when they come in and they say they have back pain and then you fix the back pain and then you say, I'll see you when back pain comes back. That's not the right perspective. Not wrong, it's not bad, but it's not the right perspective. The perspective is, that's just what brought them there, but that's not what really brought them there. There's so many more layers and that's why chiropractic on a regular basis will improve their health to such a different degree. You know, my this pregnant mama I was talking to, you, she said, you know, I know that my pregnancy is so different than it could have been if I let it go the same way I did last time. I know that, and another pregnant mama said to me yesterday, she said, um, she, she she said, she brought in her daughter and her, uh, her the brand new baby daughter, and she said, um, to, her, to me, she said, I'm, I'm pregnant. Uh, no, there's a different one. So she brought in, that's right, she brought in her year-old daughter is having these issues. Uh, and then she said, I'm pregnant again. And I, I didn't get adjusted early enough. And now I'm like only seven weeks pregnant and I want to start getting adjusted now because I think if I got adjusted early enough, I would have had even better pregnancy and labor. And that's the whole point. All right, you guys got that? Right, that's the point. Think about perspective, right? That's what I want you to really hone in on uh, this week is is when you're talking to your patients in clinic, I want you to think about their perspective.